We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. My friends, thank you for hanging out with us here today on Journey to Center and Empower Radio. I'm very, very honored to be connecting with you. Yes, I think relationships are the most important thing in the world. We can have relationships with people, with nature, and with special places. And I have to admit, I am having a love affair with a restaurant. I love fine dining, and my favorite place to eat, hang out, and relax is Barbacoa in Boise, Idaho. Barbacoa is not just a restaurant with some of the best food I've ever eaten. It is also a multidimensional concept, a museum, an art gallery, and an adventure for all of your senses. Barbacoa gives me my glamour fix when I'm in Idaho, and it really feels like a good friend. So when two and a half years ago, Barbacoa burned to the ground, I was devastated, and I literally grieved. And although I intellectually know the challenges in our lives are intended to make us better, not bitter, I experienced some challenging emotions. Well, right after after this tragedy occurred, I saw the creator and proprietor of Barbacoa, Robert Castaro, on the news, and he was comforting the community with his rock-solid faith and courage, and he promised he would rebuild Barbacoa and make it better than ever. Robert's primary concern was for his 120 employees' well-being, and he generously gave emotional and financial support. And just like Jimmy Stewart shared in It's a Wonderful Life, there's money there. Take what you need. Robert continued by sharing, please take only what you need, knowing that there's 100 people behind you that are also going to need help. After alleviating everyone's fear, Robert helped his employees get other jobs. There was a trust fund created as well as local fundraisers. It took a year, but as promised, Robert has rebuilt Barbacoa, and it is indeed bigger and better than ever. And he has since received awards for the food and the bar, and he's rehired most of his employees back. So, Robert, I am honored to have you here today on Journey to Center. Thank you, Dr. Tammy. I'm happy to be here and honored as well. So... The way you navigated through that really, I think, revealed a lot of your character, and it was rather astonishing. And I, I was surprised that I was more upset and devastated than you were, at least it appeared that way. Did you mourn? Did you grieve through this process, or were you just immediately back on the horse and, and rebuilding? How was this for you? Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, you know, Tammy, when you're so close to something like that, it's almost like a, a physical death. And so I think, you know, we all as human beings go through the five stages of grief, um, <clears throat> you know, when we're faced with uh, such turmoil. But, um, yeah, I went through all of that. But, uh, you know, um, at the end of the day, you have a job to do and you have to focus and you have to, um, you know, like you said, rebuild. Yeah, it brings to mind that that quote from Kathleen Casey, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. So it seems like you were in some pain, but you didn't linger there for for a great deal of time. It seemed like you were just on the move right away. And I found that so comforting and inspiring. It was. It, I, I was fortunate enough that when I got the call at 5 o'clock in the morning that the building was on fire, um, that I was uh, a couple hours away in my mountain home. And, um, and uh, those two hours that I spent driving gave me time to reflect and 
prioritize and, and put things in order. Um, you know, I got the, uh, I got the news that it was a total loss. So when I was about, um, about 45 minutes away from the restaurant still on the road. Uh, and by the time I got to, um, the restaurant, I had not only made the decision to rebuild, I had also hired my entire team uh, uh, back again, my builder, my architect, and my designer. So I, I had assembled my team <clears throat> even before I got to the devastation. And, um, it was, uh, it, it was, it was, a. Uh, blessing that I had those couple of hours to really kind of genuflect and, and um, prioritize things. Yeah, I think it took me longer than it did you because I know you had a lot of original art and, you know, it is like a museum. You had some amazing irreplaceable pieces, but you really have recreated it and it is bigger than, and better than ever. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of amazing. You know, it looks similar, but even bigger and even better. Well, thank you so much, Tammy. We're very, very proud of it. And uh, as you mentioned before, you know, um, uh, uh, part of our success is, is the, the people that you surround yourself with. And um, you're right. Um, you know, the, the, after putting my, my building team together, the first thing I did was put my management team uh, to task to um, find employment for all of our employees. And um, even with, uh, even with um, unemployment at about 13% in 2007, uh, within three weeks, we had every single one of our uh, employees reintroduced into the job market. Yeah, that and, was amazing. Um, how you, you, your attention to detail, the way you take care of people. You're truly a heart-centered um, employer, and and um, you know, I think teacher and business owner. It's it's remarkable to witness. Well, thank you, Tammy. Um, it's it's really not that remarkable. It's just kind of common sense is in my mind, you know, um, surround yourself with good people and, uh, and good things happen. Take care of those around you and those around you will take care of you as well. You know, yeah, by, us, yes. by us getting them jobs and, and, and covering them. And, and, and really it was a, it was a tragic thing for everybody involved. Um, but we were able to, um, uh, uh, make it so that nobody financially suffered. And, um, and, and the payback on that is, is, Karma, really. Um, I, I believe uh, wholeheartedly in karma. Like, you know, whatever you put into the world, uh, you're going to get back. And um, we got back out of, um, uh, at that time with 97 employees, we got back 70% of our, our work staff when we opened a, a year later. Yeah, I remember hearing about that, and I thought that was just astonishing. And again, it, it, it's a testament to the level of, of, of commitment to your employees and them to you. So, and I'm with you, and you don't see a lot of, well, in the past, um, we haven't seen so many um, business people that have had that level of um, heart and believing in karma. You know, that's kind of the old paradigm, though. I think you're more the new paradigm of, of prosperity and successful business, and I, I just love witnessing this. And so, I, I'm very interested also a little bit of your backstory in regards to how you kind of came from a humble beginning and you have a very diversified career path. Can you tell yeah. me a little bit about your background and how you came to be the owner of the most successful restaurant in Idaho? Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, a little question there. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a journey, isn't it? And, uh, you know, yes, my, my career is now 25 years. Um, but, uh, you know, I started off my, my young career, uh, importing art actually. Um, 
you know, I truly believe that there's opportunity um, around all of us. I think you just have to be able to recognize it when it comes knocking at your door. So when I was 21, I started importing art from Mexico. And uh, by the time I was 23, I had 10 showrooms nationwide and 55 sales reps working for me. Um, but then uh, the bottom dropped out of the economy uh, in about 1989, 1990, um, and uh, I was very, very undercapitalized, and so had to go to work nights just to pay my bills um, because my daytime business wasn't making any money and uh, wound up running somebody else's restaurant. Uh, from there, um, I took their restaurant and made it enormously successful um, and uh, got recognized some, by some people for venture capital. And um, when I was 27 years old, opened my first restaurant in Laguna Beach. Ran that for 14 years. Um, that restaurant, um, Tiamo, um, in 1997 to 2000, was uh, one of the top 10 restaurants in all of Orange County. Um, sold that in 2006. Um, moved to Idaho. Um, I was re retired at 38. Um, <clears throat> but 38, I think, is a little too too young to be sitting on your laurels. So went and opened up a, a Barbacoa, um, Barbacoa One. Um, and that was um, uh, uh, very, very successful, the first uh, Barbacoa. Um, in fact, um, it burned down on New Year's Day. Um, and it was New Year's Eve that I actually said that night, I said to my wife, I said, I feel like the pee in the back of a slingshot and that we're just going to go to the moon with this, you know, because our success was really just starting to ramp up. And uh, and then, as fate would have it, the next day the restaurant burned down. Well, it's like almost intuitively you knew something big was happening. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't maybe what you expected, but it was something huge. <laughs> it, it, you know, it, it was, and and you know, though it was a tragedy, um, I told I told my wife at the time. I says, you know what? I says, don't worry. I says, when we rebuild, I said, if people didn't know Barbacoa before, they're going to know it this time. And uh, and sure enough, Tammy. Um, Gee whiz, our, our, our business, we're, we're now the number one restaurant in the state of Idaho. And our volume, there yeah, and our volume from, from Barbacoa One has nearly tripled. Wow. I was not aware of that. So I am curious about this, Robert, because I think there are soul lessons available to us in all adversity. What do you think your soul was trying to learn through this, quote unquote, tragedy? Or what was the gift in this situation? Ah, you know, I, I believe that we all benefit from our tribulations in life, you know, and, and as I get older, um, uh, you know, I realize that tribulations are just God's way of teaching us, okay, another lesson. Um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> sure isn't fun a lot of times, um, but, uh, you know, I think once we get through it, we all learn valuable lessons. Unfortunately, God only lets us live to about 80, 80 years old, just when we're starting to get the hang of things. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that true? We have to push the reset button. <laughs> Start all over. Now, I think that's really true, and I think this is the difference between somebody who's really empowered and going to be successful versus somebody who's kind of a victim and stews around in that, which that was my pattern in the past, but I hopefully have learned to do things better, that um, when bad things happen, it doesn't mean you're not worthy. It doesn't mean that, um, you know, that, that you don't deserve good things. And again, it's, it's uh, and challenges are opportunities dressed up in work clothes, I think. I like the way you put that. So just knowing that when challenges come along to go, okay, it's time to um, learn 
We're on a soul line. We're on the learning line right now. And to not stay too long in that place of of victim consciousness. And, And that is something that I truly saw in your interview when you did the interview and that have uh, I've learned about you. And I think that that's just, again, so remarkable. And, you know, I always say, are you a Tigger or are you an Eeyore? And you're clearly a Tigger. Well, thank you for that kind compliment. I'd like to add something just on, on those lines, you know, and, and once again, it, it, it's, it's to the, the company you keep a lot of times. Um, my little brother um, was going through a kind of a downward spiral some years back, and I looked at him, and I, it was just very evident what the problem was. And I told him, I said, Darren, I said, if you ever want to know who you are, I said, take a moment and look around at the company you keep. I said, mm-hmm. that's who you are. So, you know, at, at the point I was making, he was not with a very healthy, you know, a, a, a social group or, you know, a, 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 or his peers. Um, and, uh, you know, I've always made a point to surround myself with, um, you know, with professional, forward-thinking, positive people. It's so true. It took me a long time to figure that out, and I had a, a counselor that said that. You want to know who you are? Look at your friends. And I looked around and went, ooh, <laughs> this, this isn't a great snapshot. And then I had to ask myself, why am I hanging out with people that I'm not proud to be associated with? So I really had to take inventory and set different intentions, but it sounds like you innately understood that. So I am curious, Robert, um, I know that you, you have shared some of your little nuggets of wisdom to people who have wanted to um, create more successful, empowered lives for themselves. And I'm wondering if you have some little like nuggets or words of wisdom or suggestions or tips for people who are like, yeah, you know what? I'd like to be a Tigger. I'd like to, you know, manifest greater prosperity and have more success. Um, what would you share with our listeners that might be curious about those tips? Well, I'm out walking around in a park right now, but I did share with you, I think, some of, uh, I, I, I sent you over a list of, um, you know, some things that are important to live in a healthy life. And you have those in front of you, you right now, <laughs> whereas I'm walking in a park. <laughs> yeah, you were channeling some great wisdom that day. So let me see if I can pull this up. Let's see. Yeah, there were some really, really good ones on here. Um you know, one of Here the things that I put on. Yeah, go ahead. Go. Okay. One of the things I put on there that I think is important is to, you know, I'm 45 years old, but um, just because I'm out of high school, I'm out of college. Actually, I didn't go to college, um, but you know, it, 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 it's never, you're never too old to continue learning, you know. And so, I always try to constantly be learning something new. Whether it's, you know, uh, uh, last year I learned how to skydive. This year I'm learning how to be a pilot. Next year. I'll hopefully learn Spanish finally, (laughs) you know? Mm. And so I think it's important for us to all always continue learning, continue growing. Yes. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. You know, I say we're either expanding or we're contracting. And I think as long as we're expanding, we're learning, we're growing, we're evolving. And when we start to contract is when we start to get old and each of us get to choose for ourselves when that happens. So, I think that's a really um, wonderful suggestion. And, and I think, you know, whether it's skydiving or taking an art class or just, you know, going and look at your learning annex, what excites you? What, what makes you yeah, feel learn, learn excited? To, learn, learn to play chess. Do something. But, you know, a lot of people 
fall into a very idle, sedimentary uh, lifestyle, and um, you know, there that 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 can you know that'll just continue to fester into just more idleness and more sedentariness. And so, you know, like George Bush said when he went skydiving at 80 years old, he says, "Get off that couch and go do something." <laughs> yeah, and that is one of your one of your tips here. It's like you you created this little thing called "Wake Up and Change Your Life," and then you have a quote: "These 10 years are the last." of your youth. So we're never going to be younger than we are today, no matter what our age is. Wow. <laughs> so let's make the most of it, right? Exactly. So some of the things you um, write about, you have a, another quote, anything that makes you mad today is forgotten tomorrow and count to 10 and never show anger unless you mean to. Exactly that, right. Never let, never let anger come out. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes as a business person or as a father, um, you know, there, there, there are, you know, shows of intentional anger, you know, to kind of get your, cross, your, your point across. But other, other than that, you know, I, I always try to make a point never to show people my anger. And you do seem so, like, calm and centered, despite the, the adversity and challenges that sometimes surround you. You seem like the calm in the eye of the storm. And it, it's, uh, again, it's inspirational and it's comforting. I learned from watching you. Well, thank you. Thank you. So here's another really wonderful quote that I, I truly believe in. It, you talk about being humble, you know, maintaining your humility. Don't brag or lure others to see your material possessions. Correct. I think yes, that's so I, I, you know. wise. I truly believe in being a, uh, not only a good person, but a, a humble person with humility, you know, no matter who you are, there's always somebody out there that's better than you. And, um, you know, my, my, my goal in life is to just be a good human being and be the best human being I can be. I think and that's like true. And like I said, yes. yeah, and like I said, you know, I, a lot of reward comes from just, you know, getting back what you put out there. Mm, I, I absolutely agree with this. I say don't compare or compete. Just be your best self. And, and there is no competition for that. I think the greatest gift we can offer the world is to be authentically ourselves. And, and don't worry about whatever, what anybody else is doing, what they're driving, what they're wearing. It's, that's well, not... Dr. Tammy, you know, you know at the end of the day, the only one you're in competition with is yourself. I completely agree. <laughs> I had to go to school for a long time to figure that out. And you just know this innately. <laughs> You're an old soul, Robert. I love it. <laughs> well, thank you. I think you are too. <laughs> yeah, I had to educate myself, but I'm catching up. I'm catching up. So another thing that you say that I really deeply believe in is, is being patient and listening. Yeah, sometimes that can be tough. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not easy. But, um, Yes, um, you know, uh, uh, patience, as they say, is a virtue, um, and it takes us all usually a lifetime to figure that out. That's why, mm. that's why wise old men sit very quietly on park benches feeding birds. Aw, that's cute. They're really gurus in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's true. That is a big one, patience and faith. And, you know, something I read the other day that I really loved, and my husband's been trying to teach this to me for years, listening is just one of the most underrated skills and listening is one of the most important things we can do to make another person feel acknowledged and loved. I thought that was just 
So true. My, so my, late, my late father-in-law, who just uh, passed away at 90 years old, um, was always loved by others. Uh, he would sit on an airplane next to some complete stranger, and at the end of the day, <clears throat> they all loved him. And they all loved him because all he did was listen and, um, and, and show genuine interest. And at the end of the day, you know, people, people love to be heard. It's very true. You know, as a counselor, that's the most important skill I think that I have. I sit and I listen. And then people feel heard and they feel acknowledged and they feel understood. And wow. it's amazing. People are like, how do you give advice? And I don't give advice. I let people find up with their own find their own wisdom. So yes, listening is really, really an important tool, an important skill. And you do that very well. So let's see, what else do we have here? Little tips and tools and tidbits from Robert Castaro. So um, think, drink, run. Find another vice. <laughs> there are so many other things that make you happy. <laughs> Tell me more about that one. Well, you know, if, uh, you know, if you're having a bad day, a lot of, um, you know, uh, for me personally, actually, you know, if I was having a bad day, you know, I, I'd actually kind of go to my wine cabinet to kind of soothe the pain. But that only dulls the pain and makes it worse later. And um, the best thing you can do, I've found out, the hard way uh, is get up, go run, build those endorphins up. It'll make you feel great. Mm. I like that, you know, and I think it's it's true because alcohol is a depressant and people might think they need that to soothe themselves, but then you, the problems are still there and then you also have the the effects of the alcohol that, that kind of can make you anxious when you're kind of coming off of it. So that, yeah, yeah, that now don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong, Dr. Tammy. It's still a lovely vice of mine. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, I choose to imbibe when I'm happy. <laughs> well, and this is the other thing I love about you. And I think is wonderful advice is just live a balanced life, everything in moderation. Exactly right. Including a good bottle of wine. <laughs> Bravo. On occasion. So another thing that you talk about is really there's some um, tips and tools around um, food and nourishing your body. You talk about eating fruit, no coffee, lower your carbs and increase your veggies and protein. So it sounds like, you know, nutrition seems to be an aspect of your protocol as well. Well, these are, again, these are a lot of what you're reading there are, are, are personal tips I was giving myself because I am a junk food junkie, despite I own the best restaurant in the state of Idaho. I love cheeseburgers and pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, you do offer some really amazing healthy foods as well. And again, I think balance and moderation is the key. I had pizza last night, but tonight I'm going to have a nice piece of halibut. So I think everything in balance is the point, you know? To deprive ourselves Agreed. really isn't isn't uh, what we came here to do. So Agreed. Yes, absolutely. So, Robert, if people want to know more about your restaurant, look at some of the images of it, where can they go? I know you have a beautiful website. We have a lovely website. It's um, barbacoa-boise.com. Barbacoa hyphen boise.com. Yeah, it's a really pretty website with some really great music. And what is your location? What's your address? I know you're in Boise. Where are you located? Uh, the restaurant's at 276 Bob White Court, and all that information is on the um, website, and that's on the Park Center Pond in Boise. It's, it's, 
Yes, it's a beautiful place. And you can sit outside in the evenings and look at the pond and the wildlife and or maybe it's a lake. I don't know. And now you have a rooftop deck that you didn't have before. So it is just a wonderful place to go and hang out and watch watch the wildlife. And, and the nightlife is pretty great, too. <laughs> wildlife sometimes, and the nightlife. Sometimes, stuff, yeah, sometimes we confuse the two. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. it. It's so wholesome and it's so much fun. And, and again, the, the nightlife and the, the bar scene is great as well. Again, it's that wonderful balance. And uh, it's, it's just, it's an adventure. It really is. Thank you, Dr. Tammy. Well, Robert, this has been a pleasure and an honor and a privilege, and I know you're a very, very busy man. So I'm just really so happy and so grateful that you were able to take some of your time out to, to connect with me and, and our lovely listeners and, and share your uh, tips and tools for success and empowerment and prosperity. Well, thank you, Dr. Tammy. It's been my great honor and pleasure to be with you on the radio today. It has been a lot of fun. So to my wonderful friends and listeners, if you would like to get a hold of me, I would love to hear from you. You know, I love a good quote and um, I'm always here to answer questions. And if you would like to be on the show or know somebody that would like to be on the show, you can find me at TammyBPhD.com. That's spelled with an I, T-A-M-M-I-B-P-H-D. Dot com, or you can write to me at TammyBPhD at gmail.com. So just thank you so much for spending a part of your day with us. I'm sending you lots of light and love and blessings and just take great care of yourself. Go do something exciting. Take a class, jump out of a plane, have a glass of wine. (laughs) Onward and upward. I hope to connect with you again soon. Bye for now.